0: Hello! If you're hearing this, that means you get the internet. And if you get the internet, that means you can watch the live stream of the live show that we just did recently. We did a half the Noose Olympian, half Potterless live stream live in North Carolina. And it was an absolute blast for TNO. We did the first two chapters of the first book in the Heroes of Olympus series. And for Potterless, we did an improvised Big Brother format where we put a bunch of Harry Potter pets in a battle to see which magical pet would reign supreme. The video has gorgeous visuals and crisp audio. And it's a multi-cam set so it feels very dynamic like you were there you can watch that stream until march 17th at 11 59 p.m and you can get tickets at my website shoob's schub.es slash tour again that is schub.es slash tour to watch the replay of the half potterless half the new Olympian live show that we did recently i hope you enjoy it
1: lobster bisque, get me some
0: What's up nerds? It's basketball. Welcome to Horse, a basketball podcast about everything except for the wins and losses. My name is Mike Schubert and I am joined as always by my trusted co-host, the televising the NBA All-Star Draft to the All-Star Game itself, Eric Silver. Eric, how's it going? A noted
1: improvement that it makes everything better and more fun. Thank you, Michael Schubert. Right? I'm That's having I, a great
0: time. I just compared you to something that is a fun, silly addition to something that is already good. Look at you. Compliments. We're off to a bangin' start. I might even know what full- core presses Ooh. i don't want to make any promises well, we ca- oh man oh before i get way too excited at the prospect of that i think we gotta take care of a little adjusting of clothes and such in a little segment we like to call the locker room lace 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 lace, button button, button button, button. <laughs> uh and uh, the buddy goes loopy the- loop and pull and your shoes are looking
1: cool mike we have some new patrons thank goodness yes. i love new patrons shout out to joanne funke and lottie Steijart for joining the horse family we also have a new producer level patron pew,
0: pew, 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 pew. which
1: is ross papa ross chaboy papa we are saying all these things because he was so nice to us at podcon and he bought us this like Really awesome Japanese
0: mythology inspired basketball book. It's a basketball book called The Art of Basketball by Edo Ball, and it is fantastic. It takes like traditional, like shogun style art mm-hmm. and then turns it into an NBA crossover. It's amazing. I'll put a link to this book on the episode page at horseshoops.com. But Ross, thank you so much. It was so nice to meet you. And speaking of nice people at PodCon, we gotta give a shout-out to every single person that was nice to us at Podcon, which was a lot of people. So many people. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like first off, we gotta thank Jeffrey Craner for not Not only being part of our live show on Thursday, but then also unsolicited talking about horse on a panel. His quote was ridiculous which is now on the website. Someone asked him if he could make any sort of podcast what would he make and he said a sports podcast because quote there are only two good sports podcasts ESPN 30 for 30 and Horse. He said is, that's what yeah, he said. That's what he oh said. That is absurd. So thank you so much to Jeffrey and also thank you to Paul Bay who talked about us in a podcast swap panel which was really cool. But also just everyone at the convention so many people who were either familiar with the show already or had just heard about the show or did not know about the show at all. People were really nice to us, so thank you all. So much. It was a really good weekend for us in general, but I think it was a really huge and crucial weekend for Horse, especially where it's at and it's like just past being new stages of a podcast. Absolutely. And talking about it in terms of
1: multitude, I mean, it's funny when you're like, hey, we have a Harry Potter podcast, Mm -hmm. a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, mythology podcast, a podcast about an obscure Canadian television show, and we have a
0: basketball podcast. To see people's faces when we would end our lineup with and a basketball podcast, they would all turn their head like a dog where you asked do you want to go for a walk like and then i'm like no wait it's very good (laughs) but trust me it's good mike you know who's also really nice the rest of our
1: producers our rest of our producer level patrons Mm -hmm. that is teal jordan castleman misha stanton brianne wingate burger skylar jorgensen gladiator vader adam hartwick and now ross papa Amazing. Ross Papa is the newest addition to the funkiest and freshest pickup basketball team. You just like meet a couple of of people you don't know and you're like, oh yeah, I bet if we could ball and then you just like run the
0: court for like 10 hours. It's really good. That happened to me once the first time I played in Oakland. There was a basketball facility I played at called JAMTOWN in all caps, which was (laughs) very good. Can I also say that JAMTOWN sounds like the name of of a rapper's
1: bedroom that they say on MTV Cribs? Welcome to JAMTOWN. (laughs) (laughs) Population. And then it does
0: with three (laughs) replays. (laughs) Would you like to be the mayor of Jamtown? I would love to, but you know what sucks? Term limits. Well, they got bought by Nike, so they are no longer Jamtown. They're called like the Nike Hyper Elite something. And I got an email about it. I replied all caps. Jamtown was a better name, you fucking idiots. (laughs) And I unsubscribed. Don't be surprised if you never get good Nike apparel ever again. You're going
1: to, like, order it and be like, oh, man, I really need this shirt. And there's just, like, holes cut out where the nipples would be. Be like, this is for Jamtown. I miss Jamtown. <laughs> well, Michael, you know what's something they don't have to miss? He's our sponsor, Shaker's. and Spoon. What a transition. I'm just taking you When you're upset about Jamtown, make fancy cocktails with Shaker's. and Spoon. Drink to forget. <laughs> exactly. And drink to remember with Shaker's food Spoon. <laughs> Shaker and Spoon. We've had them on the podcast before because we love them. They are a company that gives you boxes of ingredients to make very fun, special cocktails. All
0: you have to do is add the alcohol. You get all of the complicated things that are hard to shop for. The easiest thing is getting the booze. The hardest part is everything else. Even if you're just trying to get like solo cups and ping pong balls, it is always the hardest. They're never actually in like the paper plate aisle or the paper towel aisle. You have to go to some like weird dog food aisle. It's like, oh, yeah, solo cup. But all the other stuff too. Okay, you know, ping pong balls for my dog. <laughs> and all the other ingredients if you're trying to be a fancy person are so hard to get. But Shaker and Spoon sends you a box of all the fancy stuff. So you look great. And hey, here's the secret. You are really lazy. But so you're great. You're and we're at best. your party. Oh, great so party, good. fancy boy. Thank you, fancy person, for this party. Where'd you get all these fancy things? Oh, I procured them.
1: Here's the secret about podcast ads. Everything comes down to whether you guys put in this code or you go to this website at the end. It really is kind of like voting for your podcast with your money. So you get something cool, you get a discount, but it also shows the advertisers that like I rep this podcast and I will even go out and do like, a capitalist interaction to support them. So if you want to support us and you want to show us that you'll rep hard, go to shakerandspoon.com slash horse and get $20 off your first box. That is shakerandspoon.com slash horse,
0: $20 off your first box. Well, are we all dressed and ready to rock? My shoes are definitely tied. Good. Mine are those new Nike shoes that automatically tie, so they just zorped. Okay, cool. Now that we're all dressed, it's time for our first segment, which is called Full Court Press. Get it? Like the news? Yes. Nice. So the NBA All-Star starters were announced. The fans, players, and coaches all voted. And the five starters from the Western Conference are LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Paul George, Steph Curry, and James Harden. And the Eastern Conference starters are Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kawhi Leonard, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, and Kemba Walker. So the way this works is that Giannis and LeBron are team captains. And playground style, they will be choosing the starters for their teams. And unlike last year, this year, it will be televised, which I am so excited about. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, we're gonna yes, finally yes, get to yes. know the order they're gonna get to pick everyone not just the starters but just for now only the starters have been announced on february 7th that draft will be televised i am beyond hyped this is a holiday it. i'm mm-hmm. making dip i'm getting a shaker and spoon box <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm getting pu- drunk <laughs> i'm putting on my sean kemp socks it's mm-hmm. gonna be a party so that already was gonna be awesome but a new wrinkle has been unfolded. It has been furrowed. It has been released. And this morning of recording, Monday, January twenty eighth, Anthony Davis's agent, Rich Paul, announced Mr. Davis wants to be on some sort of team that quote, allows him the chance to win consistently and compete for a championship. AKA, hello New Orleans Pelicans, you have been very bad for my entire career. Can you please trade me to a team that's good at basketball? Please do better. My eyebrow needs more space to flourish. And I think it should be done while close
1: to an NBA championship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Anthony Davis is easily one of the top 5 players in the league. He is a generational talent. It is going to be a big trade wherever he goes. Lots of pieces are going to be involved. Players, picks, etc. This is a big deal. And there have already been rumors that he is going to go to the Lakers because he's the same agent as LeBron. There is a lot of interest in him going to Los Angeles, a major market. The Celtics are also in play. The Warriors are a dark horse, which would be far less fun. ESPN kept saying that the Knicks were in play which I think is 100% just so that like New York media will write about it and then quote ESPN things and then give them money that like the Knicks are not getting Anthony Davis. One guy
1: hanging out outside of Madison Square Garden was like, "Yo, it'd be really cool if we got Anthony Davis." Sources say, yeah. <laughs> it was James Dolan in a wig playing Cassandia. a
0: kazoo. Yeah yeah so man this man playing the kazoo has some good takes the main reason they're doing this is because the celtics by a very particular rule cannot trade for anthony davis until the season ends because of their contract with Kyrie irving so the thought is that they're doing this now so that the lakers can try to sweeten the pot before they talk to the celtics so eric as a celtics fan how do you feel about this this
1: is what i was saying before (laughs) that just get rid of a bunch of players who don't know how to deal with their (laughs) shit and they trade him for anthony davis and his amazing eyebrow i love it i love it a lot what i don't love is math which is ruining my goddamn life it's not and math it, it's it math. is i'm it blaming is math.
0: contract minutia like i
1: said math <laughs> that's ruining my season where kyrie irving and anthony davis can hang out listen i'm all for anthony davis we've just dealt with so many media layoffs and like this is the relatively the profession that we're in. Mm-hmm. I'm all for people doing the thing that's best for themselves, players having agency and figuring out what they want. Just like end up with the Celtics
0: eventually, Davis. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want. Well, I want you to go into the kitchen real quick and get me some Reynolds wrap. So you herp, can, herp, 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 so herp. that you can make a tinfoil hat, because <laughs> I've got a crazy conspiracy theory going on right okay, now. Okay,
1: okay, hold on. <laughs> Yeah. Mike, we're out of we're Reynolds. We have the store brand. Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. All right. Crinkle, 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 crinkle,
0: crinkle, crinkle. That store brand is so loud. All right, I'm back. I have my hat. Okay, good. I already have mine on too. Oh, Look. you
1: brought yours from home? Yeah, it's a big top oh, hat. Oh, I can't believe you sent me out of the room for
0: you. You have, a, <laughs> you have an aluminum
1: foil top hat? I do. Look how nice it it's is. Very, it's very nice.
0: hmm So this actually combines the two stories that we talked about. On January 25th. LeBron posted an Instagram story, and we all know that LeBron is very intentional with all of his social media usage. He posted an Instagram story of him in a car singing along to a song, and the lyrics are, quote, I know you're with him now, but soon you will be mine. If I could bring it back, I'll probably press rewind. Right, that Fetty Wap song. That is a Fetty Wap song. First off, great job, Fetty Wap, for LeBron still liking you. It is 2019. Wow. I love Fetty Wap so much. I did too. Uh, one time, I got really drunk
1: at a party, and I was DJing the music. Mm-hmm. I kept forgetting. I kept putting on Trap Queen. So I put Trap Queen on 12 times during that party.
0: It sounds like a good party. It was great. So the thought here is that LeBron, who now gets to pick the starters for the All-Star game, is going to pick Kyrie Irving. As if to get him back, I know you're with them, but soon you'll be mine.
1: Right. And this is related to Kyrie making the apology phone call.
0: Which we can neither confirm nor deny was at an Olive Garden.
1: That's true. Well, the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie.
0: Kevin Love is there. Yes, yep. of course. So here's the thought: LeBron lets Kyrie Irving go to the Celtics, lets him get all disgruntled as being the quote unquote leader with the team and getting frustrated with the you young. Mean like guns. two like
1: two years ago. Yes. Oh God.
0: Then LeBron goes to the Lakers. Then LeBron gets Kyrie on his all-star game team. Look how much fun it is to play together. Look how much you've learned. We had this phone call. I played hard to get a little bit while I was at the Olive Garden with Kevin Love, our other friend. Now you feel bad for being all young and bullish before. Look how great things could be. Well, at the end of this year when your contract ends, what if we uh, we make a little trade on the Lakers and we get Anthony Davis on our team? Then you come back. Look at you. You're so much older, wiser, and smarter. We're all friends. All that tragedy is behind us. Me, you, Anthony Davis on the Lakers. (sighs) LeBron is playing interdimensional chess.
1: I hate this so much. I hate it because... It's believable. Yes, that's one of them. (laughs) But just like the amount of trolling that needs to happen and the long game that LeBron has been playing with Italian food and the media... And with my Instagrams.
0: And an interdimensional chessboard. Also,
1: don't stop.
0: Stop. Like, Mike is looking at me very worrisome. <laughs> his his top hat is falling off. He's totally unhinged. LeBron is just a schemer, and everything is so planned and meticulously pinpointed all these certain ways. I could see this all falling together. And if it does, we're gonna point to this moment and we're gonna scream at the top of our lungs.
1: Let's say this is all true. Big mm-hmm. leap. You're welcome. Big leap. <laughs> This is what happened when LeBron did the decision, when he went from Cleveland to Miami the first time. You can't just drop something on someone. You can't just make a big, dramatic, single event that will then explode. You need to leave crumbs on the way. So I think that this is entirely possible if he does it because he's slowly introducing People to it And now that Instagram and Instagram stories, which weren't around in the early 2010s, it's a very good way to signal to the people who are paying attention to NBA Twitter that what he's doing is okay. And he's been thinking about it for a while. Fuck. I hate it. I hate this so much. The biggest, you just made
0: me buy it. Right? The biggest red flag for all of this, nobody likes Fetty Wap in 2019. That's the <laughs> biggest red flag. That's the why it time. stands out. It's not like he's just jamming out to a Drake song or a Travis Scott song or something. This is a very deliberate choice of lyric. This is a Fetty Wap song I've never heard of before. Right. So it seems incredibly intentional. You
1: have to do a song that someone has to Shazam, and then the title of it everyone, <laughs> on everyone's phone is like, I want Kyrie back.
0: <laughs> what is this? 1990? 91 funk standard the artist is oh and anthony davis is going to be on the team i promise <laughs>
1: Anthony Davis is definitely the name of someone who created funk songs that were sampled in hip hop later. I could see it. Can I talk about something nice about the NBA draft instead? Sure. If you were one of the captains, either LeBron or Giannis, mm-hmm. what song would you play when you were picking people to demonstrate that it is in fact you? Because I feel like they have to have some sort of sting or like the equivalent of walk-up music. Mm-hmm. Every time Giannis picks someone, he should play it. Let's hear it for the boy. It's pretty good. I think it would be great. Does Carly Simon going, Let's hear it for the boy? No. And then and then James Harden has to walk up to it. It's, it's,
0: it's asserting dominance
1: it'd be like this is my goofy ass team and then when joel and bead walks up they'll just like be dancing together
0: and they have to do the dance moves from footloose oh that sounds good to me see if Giannis did that and then i get to do a flip and i'm lebron james i play the song also from footloose when kevin bacon is anger dancing his way through the abandoned warehouse oh yes never but- never 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 <laughs>
1: This is an emergency full court press, breaking news, breaking horse news. The horse broke into the stable. Mike's favorite player got traded away and he died. It's entirely possible Mike is dead. Here to tell us about how Mike is dead is Mike.
0: Hey, I'm not dead, but you might be. My heart is... So, yes, unfortunately, the New York Knicks, my favorite team, traded Chris Apps for in addition to two very bad contracts in Tim Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee in exchange for the Dallas Mavericks' Dennis Smith Jr., their 2021 unprotected first-round pick, a 2023 pick that is only top 10 protected, and then two players which are going to just – their contracts are going to expire. They won't play a second for the Knicks, Wesley Matthews and DeAndre Jordan. Now, this move is – Very disheartening in that Porzingis was my favorite player. He was our hope. This whole move is like the Chris Apps situation was already risky. And now it's like three times as risky. And I'm terrified. You're so sad. I'm very sad.
1: What a day. So now we have to record. Today it's Mm -hmm. Friday night. Mike and I were going to watch the Celtics Knicks game anyway. Mm -hmm. And now it's an emergency. And we need to talk about it. (laughs) It's like someone in your family passed away. The amount of tweets that you were getting.
0: I mean, I felt like that, like it was rough. And I unknowingly went through the seven stages of grief. And I wanted to talk about that. I didn't see a picture of the seven stages of grief until someone messaged it to me as a joke the following morning. And looking back, I went through all of them. The first was shock. They made some reports that it was happening. I was like, no, this isn't gonna happen. They're not actually gonna trade him, which goes into the second stage of grief, which is denial. I was like, this isn't gonna happen. It's not true. And then even when reporters do this thing where it's like the teams agree in principle, I was like, well, they've agreed in principle, but they haven't agreed officially yet They're not whatever gonna make the map it's work. not 100 yet then it did actually happen so i went to the next stage of grief which is anger i was super pissed i was like fuck the knicks this is awful but i was like super pissed i was like fuck the knicks fuck everything fuck this this is the worst blah. blah, blah.
1: you acted out on twitter you mm-hmm. said mean things to me a bunch of times oh, okay not uh- that was
0: because you were not sympathetic to me at all in <laughs> no you way know? you sent me a message that said that's tough br- that's a tough break and lol and that think... was your <laughs> consoling of me We talked about and then that. you were like "Oh my, I run a podcast and I have to re-edit it up oh, my favorite fucking player got traded shut the fuck up are you sure you're not still on anger bud no I mean I'm now I'm chill we'll if get to the next seem, step you definitely seem you chill. made me relive my anger phase so I'm just getting back in the mix but then I got into bargaining which which says quote seeking for a way out, which, as I mentioned, I was like, maybe Seattle will get a team and I'll just root for Seattle. Then depression legitimately at work for the next three hours. This happened at four o'clock from four to seven. I did like nothing. I was incredibly unproductive. I couldn't do anything except continue to read tweets, Reddit posts, articles about it. It was awful. It was terrifying. Then I te- should have sent you a Sarah McLaughlin song at this point. I really <sighs> should have. I don't know. I would have like closed it. Then you go to the <laughs> next phase stage six, which is seeking realistic solutions. And I was was like okay let's start to look at the bright sides and be like because like the plan basically what this does is it's opens two max roster spots so the Knicks can try to get people like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on the team in addition to hoping we win the draft and then in addition to hoping that the Mavericks are bad for these future picks so it's a lot of like things that have to go right which makes this incredibly risky but I was like you know what Maybe this works. Maybe Dennis Smith Jr. isn't that bad. Maybe Kevin Durant comes. Maybe Kyrie comes. The problem with all this is that we tried to do this as the Knicks in 2010, and it didn't work. So there are so many possibilities where this does not work. It's kind of like an Infinity War when Doctor Strange is like, I see all the possibilities and you fail 13 million ways, but it works in one. This is what the Knicks have done. I don't know if you saw the end of Infinity War. Spoiler alert, half of the people die. So that's in play. But then we move on to acceptance, which is where I'm at now. And I'm just accepting where we are and knowing that, you know what, maybe it's for the best, and maybe this will all work out, and it's out of my hands, and I can't do anything else about it. I just got to hope that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving come through And we get Zion Williamson and KP either doesn't turn out to be good or goes to a different team. We're going to talk a
1: lot more about this. Mike and I have a lot more thoughts and hopefully Mike won't yell at me anymore. You can check out our Patreon. We have this open for everybody. We have a long extended overtime all about Kristaps Porzingis. The link is in the episode description or you can check us out on Patreon at
0: patreon.com slash horsehoops. Well, I think that just about wraps up Full Court Press. Yes. Cool. Smash cut. (laughs) Star wipe.
1: Mike, I'm going to warm you up for my that actually
0: happened. Are you going to give me a blanket? Yes. I'm very cozy.
1: I want to show you some websites from the 1990s. Okay. First one is from You Got Mail. (laughs) Very good. It still exists. Good. This is a promotional from from I think 2000. There's Tom Hanks looking longingly over there. Mm-hmm. It looks good. Here's a 2001 uh, website that's still on NBA.com, just like commemorating Michael Jordan coming back to the NBA for five years and then going back to the Wizards. Nice. So just like if you want to want to click on some cool links, Mike. I would say that these websites are kind of bad.
0: I mean, they're dated. Definitely dated. Mm-hmm. They're not as good as that dated Space Jam website that's still intact. Well,
1: Mike, what if I told you? That the
0: dated Space Jam website still
1: exists yeah. on the internet Oh yeah, that you can access. Yes. All right, we're going to do that again, and you're going to at least make it sound good. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know about this thing. I do, it, but I'm going to tell you the story okay, of it. Okay, tell me the story. Do you know the story of it?
0: I just know that it exists, and they kept it intact. Yes. They never changed it.
1: Yes, exactly. But wh- let's look at this. Okay. Let's look at this artifact of the old internet.
0: It's like a fossil. It is.
1: Because everybody got to get up. It's time to slam now.
0: It is time to slam now. For
1: those of you who don't know, Space Jam is a movie.
0: <laughs> this is the original website of Space Jam. www.warnerbros.com slash archive slash space jam slash movie slash jam <laughs> What happened to the L? Someone else is holding this L. <laughs> uh... This is so good. Beautiful. It's wonderful. It just has a lovely star background.
1: Space Jam logo prominently featured in the middle. And there are all these wonderful things that you can choose that are basketballs and planets, space shuttles. There's uh, the press box shuttle, which I think that you would love that you can just click on right there.
0: Uh, but don't worry, there's no... Oh, sp- wait, the press box are really sad. You click it and it says, there's no Space Jam news at the moment. Go back to the homepage for more of the site. There might be some in the future. They should have Get posted- it like the news. <laughs> <laughs> they should have posted something about the Space Jam 2 thing that they tweeted out. Well, here's the thing. This website hasn't been
1: updated and it almost got taken down by Warner Brothers. This website is like outside of the Space Jam continuum. Like people don't even acknowledge that it exists
0: warner brothers doesn't acknowledge that this website is real or official and stuff yes because this was one of the first movie websites to ever exist Mm -hmm. this was like before in the late 90s
1: no one thought the internet was going to be a thing Mm -hmm. especially not large movie studios like warner Brothers. right here is the story all about how this website got made by a bunch of people the person who wanted this website the most his name was don buckley He was the vice president for advertising and publicity, and his entire job was to literally access other people who might not be watching Warner Brothers movies. Very good. So he actually used the Internet. He liked the Internet, and he thought that it was going to be interesting, so he fought to hire a web designer. And that web designer's name was Dara Lynn Weiss. They created the website for the Batman Forever <laughs> movie. Oh, nice! In the spring of 1995, and it was the studio's first true movie website. In 1996, Buckley was able to hire two more people: Jen Braun and Michael Tritner. Their names—they're going to be very important later. Okay, cool. Tritner was just a 26-year-old graduate from Oberlin who spent three years in Slovakia. <laughs> So like, cool. Thank you, Oberlin, for giving me someone who is extremely stereotypical of you that I can (laughs) say on my fun podcast. But don't worry. (laughs) They never say that he actually knows how to code. It's just like, this guy sucks. (laughs) (laughs) But don't worry. Jen Braun actually knew how to code and she was a massive Cavs fan.
0: Oh, that's. She's from
1: Cleveland. She distinctly remembered the shot that Michael Jordan took over Craig ELO, and she remembers falling down and
0: crying and being inconsolable for days. Yeah, it's gotta suck for her to be working on the Michael Jordan movie. She must hate that man. Well, then
1: you kind of like accept. You like accept it.
0: I don't know. I wouldn't want to make the uh, Boston Anything movie. You mean, you didn't work on Uncle Drew. <laughs> Well, I mean, I uh, 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 I don't associate Uncle Drew with Boston. I mean, like, if they were like, you got to make a movie about the time the Yankees lost in 2004 in the World Series, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point. So, this four person team, then they added an
1: intern that Jen knew from her time in Ohio. This five person team tackled their first website, which was the 1996 blockbuster Twister.
0: Ooh, very good. I also love. What a sign of the times that to make one website, they're like, yo, we need five people. We need
1: four people and an injury. <laughs> we need it very badly.
0: <laughs> We need to make sure this cow animates real good. Whereas, like, right now, you can just go to, you know, whatever. We won't name any by names because none are sponsoring us yet. If you would love to sponsor (laughs)
1: us, we will then go back and dynamically insert
0: you into this. (laughs) You know, now any Joe Schmo can use insert the website provider here and make a website in minutes. It's so simple. And you can just go to horse. (laughs) You can just go to website name dot com slash horse (laughs) and get X amount percentage off of your subscription. (laughs) Subscription today. It's so
1: positive adjective and also other positive adjective.
0: I like that our adjectives depend on which, yeah.
1: which company we we're We care really a lot about our ad reads, Mike. <laughs> Here's what was going on on the Twister website. First of all, I have to say that my longtime best friend and roommate, her name is Hetty Hunt. Her real name is Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt? Hunt? Yeah. And it's funny because I always say that she won her Oscar for Twister. Good for her. Here's what happened when you logged on to the Twister website. Uh, An email warned you about a tornado developing 30 miles east and then wondered if you would like to be a volunteer storm chaser. That's
0: fun. I hope people knew this was fake. Yeah, it it looked like it was an old computer terminal thing. Twister, the movie, we promise this isn't really about Tornadoes.com. Listen, it was available. It was 1996.
1: (laughs) Unfortunately, that website doesn't exist anymore. Damn. We're working up to the release of Space Jam. They did a ton of random stuff to promote the release of Space Jam. This five-person team convinced Warner Brothers that they could make a website for it. Before the Space Jam website existed, they had a placeholder site. And I want to tell you this, and I want you to imagine it, because this is lost to time. And as a New Yorker and a lover of Space Jam, I love it so much. The placeholder site was done up in the style of an
0: old subway station. Oh, I'm already on board. With, Fuck.
1: Space, with Space Jam movie posters adorning the background and a subway car full of Looney Tunes characters.
0: Oh, Isn't that amazing? Is there a photo of it or no? No,
1: it's lost to time. It, it was just their placeholder, so it wouldn't exist. It was like coming soon Space Jam.
0: No, no one has this? No, it's, oh, no one has it. Subway style art mosaic stuff is my favorite. so the posters and then like all like taz is like on the q train dang yo shout out to the subway for killing the font game across the board their normal font is helvetica which is beautiful and then the all the old school stuff with the mosaic where they've got like all the stops for like canal street or all that kind of writing is also amazing how like oh man they did a good job
1: and now think about our good friend foghorn leghorn is on the subway stop
0: i but i tell you i'm on this subway
1: (laughs) I say, I say, I say. I'll There's say, a I'll delay say, on my, on the R train. I,
0: I say, I say. I went on the Uptown train. I needed the Brooklyn-bound train.
1: And the Daffy Duck is there.
0: I say, I say. Why is this train <laughs> running local and not
1: express? A it's local. And the, then
0: the is just running on the side, going. Blo-lo-lo-lo. If anyone wants to check it out, this is
1: still up. I'll take you on a quick tour. Press box shuttles. What we talked about. There's no news. Very disappointing. Jam Central. Which, you just click on that. Oh, uh, very good. It's just uh, stuff from the actual film. If you go to (laughs) photos from the film, you're going to get some glossy
0: JPEGs of Michael Jordan. Very glossy JPEGs, and they're very small. Let me check the image resolution really quickly. Don't worry. They're full-size, full-color, internet-quality stills. Oh, don't worry. They are a whopping 16 kilobytes, and (laughs) the dimensions are 360 by 216. Hey, ooh, that's so good for especially for now. I'm gonna make that the wallpaper on my Motorola Razor. <laughs> Wait, Mike, send it to me on my Sidekick. Oh, oh, sorry, I accidentally sent it to your new number, which is on your Sidekick too. Oh, sometimes people get that confused. Um, there's also
1: uh, the Jump Station where they just did uh, WB stuff. The lineup was where you got cast bios of the humans. You can also get some 1995-1996 stats of the six NBA players that are in Space Jam. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know Sean Bradley's blocks per game in 1995-1996, you can go there. Junior Jam, Mike, I got you. If you want to play Match the Monstar game, that's where you got to go. It's pretty good. And then Lunar Tunes, of course, is where you can check out the soundtrack artists, profiles,
0: photos, sound, and video clips that were released from Atlantic Records. Um, I would just like to let you know that you skipped Behind the Jam, which is the behind the scenes thing, oh. which has things like character development and sketches and behind the scenes footage. Ooh, I love Behind the Jam. And there's also stellar souvenirs. So if you want desktop patterns, there you go. The behind the scenes footage is very grainy footage of Michael Jordan dribbling lots of basketballs in a green screen with five men in full green screen little jumpsuits. <laughs> I like how you Oh, do- <laughs> I, I hate it. All right, well, Mike, I need to finish the rest of the story, so we got to stop messing around. Sorry, I'm just playing all of these green screen videos. They are very funny <laughs> because it's just Michael Jordan in a green room. Look at these shenanigans. Look at them. You want to know the, the caption for that? Yes. It's here you've got some
1: footage taken from additional cameras on set called B-roll by those in the biz. In which Michael Jordan plays against several men who are both shorter than he and less talented at the sport of basketball. The little green men will later be digitally removed and replaced with cartoons. Neat stuff, huh? Mm, pretty good. Gotta love that quick late 90s whip. So, Mike, here is where it gets a little messy. Remember in the earlier in the episode when I told you to go look for Space Jam, I told you to Google it, right? Uh the reason why is that SpaceJam.com is no longer the website in 2003 they moved spacejam.com to be a scaled down website which is only used to sell special edition dvds
0: which is bullshit fuck capitalism also why would i get a dvd i've already got space jam on vhs but what if you like run it down and you need something else uh the internet
1: exists it's super cool (laughs) hey it's not 2003 anymore on december 29th 2010 Someone DM'd Jen Braun. She was hanging out at her parents' house in Ohio and now being sad that LeBron is not doing as well as they previously decided in Ohio Mm -hmm. because she's from Ohio. Uh Do you understand? I do. This is is a basketball podcast. Yes, it is. It's called Horse. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's about everything except for the Wins and losses. Mm -hmm. Okay. She checked her email, and she got this really weird message. Hey, this is kind of out of the blue, but today on a popular website called Reddit… 2010 you still need to tell people what reddit is real good an old site you created brought up a nice little bit of nostalgia turns out that it was being used for a rtil today i learned one of the most popular subreddits on reddit that like everyone flocks to this guy had just found the website they were talking about looney tunes just like getting drunk in their basement as he says as, in, one does. as you do when you're hanging out and they were talking about Space Jam and then they googled it on 2010 google and just found the website it was still up wow immediately after because nothing good can stay the website racked up about 500,000 views they've rejected on reddit Again, this is what we said before, Warner Brothers has been super mum about this. They don't want to talk about the fact that this website
0: exists, so they will not confirm that it exists or does not exist. Why is Warner Brothers so against acknowledging that this website exists? It's wonderful. It's a, it's like the one shining glimmer of hope on the internet. That's
1: right. Unfortunately, one, they didn't really invest in it, so they could look kind of silly, by not actually helping out something that was going well on the internet. And two, since this thing existed since the late 90s, it's not a monetized asset anymore, so they had to shut it down. Why would they pay for something to exist on the internet if it's not making them money? Because <sighs> it's cool. Yes, very good point. Quickly, the website went dead for a few hours. So, remember the other guy, the, the doofus from Oberlin? Mm -hmm. He now still works at WB. He's now the VP of internal marketing. He is the Warner brother. And the intern that they hired was now his vice president. Yo. So Michael Tritter found out that the website went down. He flipped out, called up it in Warner brothers and told them to put it back. And then they put it back. Yes. And now this wonderful website, this relic of the 1990s continues to exist
0: just because this guy still works at the same job that he had 20 years ago. Thank goodness for that guy. Also, shout out to the intern for working his way up the corporate ladder. My favorite part about that was that he he passed everybody else. Good for him. He's very good. So now
1: everyone is still very afraid that Space Jam is going to leave. So there's been a Twitter bot to periodically check on the Space Jam website at Space Jam Status. It tweets every three hours in case you are worried Space Jam is still online.
0: Very good it only
1: has uh 1600 followers which i feel like people need this more in their lives as much as people say that they love space jam are you not invested enough to love spacejam.com
0: i don't need that notification or that thing in my timeline it's saying the same thing every three hours i need that i want the
1: reassurance i need some comfort in this wild world we're living in mike because yeah. everyone needs to get up it's
0: time to slam now it is time to slam they got a real thing going now yeah welcome to the space jam it's it is your chance to your dance it's the Space Jam. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Kitty. Get, <laughs> get up. Get
1: up. Get up. It's not just that. So, yeah, Mike, it turns out that actually happened. That actually the happened. only reason that this relic of the 1990s, this wonderful, amazing website, promotional Space Jam material exists is because one guy still works at the same job that he had 20 years ago making the Space Jam website.
0: We should send an email to all of the people involved in this story and then see if we can send them a print of the homepage and then see if they'll sign it and then we can frame it and put it up in the Multitudio. Oh, I want that. Right? They probably would. I bet they would. What else are they doing? I mean, like they have job. They're all like... When we post this, we should send them all an email or try to find somehow to contact them be like, hi, we talked about this thing. And then maybe we'll do a follow-up and you're talking about it in the
1: back. <laughs> and you're famous and we love you. Mm-hmm. Hi. It. Hello. How's it going?
0: I pronounced all of your names right. I'm sorry that I said that Overland was
1: dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but you were in Slovakia for three years and I thought it was really funny. <laughs> I think we should do it. I like that a lot. So everyone just take some time and you just poke around the Space Jam website. Remember, SpaceJam.com is not the
0: SpaceJam.com that you so think. No, you want to go to say
1: that link again
0: oh baby i closed it because you yelled at me
1: uh, <laughs> it's because you, you were poking around the Space Jam website it was
0: too much fun i'm very sorry you want to go to https colon slash slash www.warnerbros.com slash archive slash space jam slash movie slash jam dot htm Noel, Noel. You can also just search for Space Jam website in Google and you can find it there. It's less fun.
1: That's true. Mm-hmm. Less backslashes.
0: Or you can go to horsehoops.com slash episode one six and check it out there. We'll have a link to the Space Jam site on the website. Yeah.
1: Well, Mike, that's the end of the episode. I'm just going to read these basketball tips and terms to myself (gasps) so that I can play basketball as well as Michael Jordan. Ooh. Uh, It's always a good idea to warm up before games. Stretch and do moderate calisthenics. Practice handling the ball with both your left and right hands. Set up a four or five cones about four feet apart. Wait, are you
0: saying that this isn't the end of the episode? No, I got to do a fun little segment that we like to call Three on Three. One, two, three. Three, two, one. Three on three. When
1: handling the ball... Always keep the other hand up. It helps with your balance. It makes it easier to switch hands.
0: Cool. Okay, Eric. So (laughs) at the beginning of the episode, we talked about something that makes the city of New Orleans very sad, and that's Anthony Davis leaving eventually to go play for another team. New Orleans is not having a great week in sports and football. They just had an awful blown call against wonderful person Drew Brees, who is just a great man.
1: And this is the last time we're talking about football on this podcast.
0: But- I wanted to specifically pick a three-on-three that I knew New Orleans would win the number one spot of.
1: Oh, man. So I like... cooked the books so that they would win. I did not Most crawdads I... <laughs> per,
0: per basketball team. Ooh. I have made the etouffee. I have boiled the crawfish. I have made the gumbo so that New Orleans will win a three-on-three, so they at least will have some sort of W to take home this Most week. Most
1: French quarters per basketball team.
0: No, this is the best and worst jersey sponsors on the little top left or top right depending on how you're looking at the person (laughs) or jersey uh the little patch for the sponsors that is now on almost every single nba jersey okay what is your criteria here like wait the company is the best or it looks the best it is a mixture of being a perfect fit just one that makes a lot of sense It is also important to have a good logo on it that looks nice with the rest of the jersey and isn't gross. Also, you get bonus points if it's a funny sponsor. This is for a different time. But something else that the Pelicans would win is if we did the best and worst arenas because their arena is the Smoothie King Center. Best name. That That is is the the best best name name. for an arena ever. So we're going to start with the worst ones so that we can really ramp up and build hype towards New Orleans having something good happening this week. (laughs) And I also would like you to try to guess them, because I think you'll be able to guess some of them. You'll be able to guess the best ones that fit well. I'm just going to say Squarespace each time. I that's just want to let you Knicks. know. That's the Nixes. I know. That's what I'm going to say each time. <laughs> so before we go into the rankings, just a little backstory. In 2016, they started putting little patches on the sleeve, you could say, of a tank top. Sure. like Right on the nip, okay. so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> the, the left nip. Uh <laughs> has some sort of corporate sponsor on it almost every single NBA team has one right now right now I believe 26 out of the 30 teams have them when they first started it was just a few and teams were like no that's awful we're never gonna do it and then a year later they're like how much money did you make off of that just kidding we've got one so now almost every team have yo that's Squarespace money <laughs> <laughs> so now if you buy a jersey online it does not have that ad but if you buy a jersey in the arena it does have that ad on it. interesting which is interesting and it's a weird thing where where you could want to get it because then it means your jersey is more authentic. But then also, if you get one online that doesn't have it, you don't have a corporate sponsor. So, like, you could play it either way. I don't really know. But here's the deal you've got some that are great and you've got some that are garbage. Here are the ones that are garbage. The third worst is from the Sacramento Kings. Can you tell me who you think the sponsor is? It is vaguely, emphasis on the word vaguely, Californian. Um uh Squarespace. No, it is not Squarespace. It is Blue Diamond Almonds. Oh, that's odd. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Their justification, just like any time you release new jerseys or anything, NBA teams put out this big press release. So I'm gonna read to you what the Sacramento Kings said in their official press release. Today, the Sacramento Kings announced a new partnership with Sacramento-based Blue Diamond Growers, the world's leading almond brand. The new partnership connects the Sacramento Kings with an internationally recognized company that shares the team's visions for showcasing the best of California in a global marketplace, highlighting the regional roots in agriculture and investing in health and wellness. For decades, Blue Diamond almonds (laughs) have been one of Sacramento's most well-known products around the country, said King's President Chris Granger. We are proud of this community's history of high-quality agriculture. It's why we've committed to supporting local producers by using locally sourced food in our arena, and why our players are proud to showcase the Blue Diamond brand on the court and around the league. So, yeah, uh, really excited about this high-quality agriculture, a.k.a. the $5 million per year they're paying to be on the jerseys. Yeah, like great local nuts you guys got. (laughs) You know what I think of when I think of Kings basketball? Nuts. Nuts. Just love nuts. (laughs) And when people ask me, hey, Mike, would you like some almonds? I always say, are they from Blue Diamond? Internationally known agricultural group?" Are those not name brand
1: nuts? I'm not (laughs) having any. If they want local nuts, they need to go like down to a farmer's market and go to like just some person who's harvesting nuts and is trying to put it all together. Wouldn't it be great if it was just like grandma's nut factory on their jersey? It'd be better than blue diamond almonds. Uh, Grandma's nut factory coming, coming to your pocket near you. You have to keep the nuts in your pocket. It's mandatory. Grandma's
0: nuts in your pocket.
1: Grandma's Nut Factory. Yeah. Keep them in your pocket.
0: That's really good. So let's move on to the second worst, which is a very new one. This one only came out this season partway through. (laughs) What? Grandma's Nut Factory
1: was pretty fun.
0: I mean, it was good. But I also didn't want to think about Grandma's Nuts. That's fair. No, That's fair. So the Houston Rockets have a new sponsor. Can you guess which company it Uh Oh, Squarespace. No, it is Rocket Phones, but Rocket is spelled capital R, capital O, capital K, lowercase I, capital T, because it's fun. Right. What is a Rocket Phone? I've never heard of that before. Oh, let me tell you about Rocket Phones. Rocket Phones are about to rock capital R, capital O, capital K, your world. No! That's because they are one of the firsts firsts. This is. They are one of the firsts made with glasses-free 3D technology and exclusive 3D content. You know how it's 2019 and you really want to watch all that 3D stuff? But I don't have to wear the glasses, which is very good. Honestly, if I were going to a movie and there were two showings of it, at the same time and then the next couple times were ridiculous so I had to pick one of these two mm-hmm. and there was the 3D for $15 and the non 3D for $20 I'd pay the $20 to go to the regular one really 3D movies are garbage man
1: I'm not saying they're not the price is yeah the main maybe I do not want to do it if
0: it was the same price for both yes I would choose the non 3D version
1: here's the thing that bothers me the most about it it's the glasses mm-hmm. as someone That's who's currently wearing glasses mm-hmm. I look like a fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want that but also you have to return them uh-huh. so you I know they're reusing it and I don't want to have the same glasses that have been worn by like some greasy fourteen year old who just like smooched all up on my and like rubbed their pubescentness all over these glasses that I have to put on my face.
0: Oh, you don't trust the really dedicated fourteen year olds working there to lice all wipe them down before they put them back. They're probably the the ones who are putting it on their faces. (laughs) It's the same fourteen year olds. Oh, my goodness. And only Rocket makes affordable phones that come with vital life services like roadside assistance and telemedicine. What if, like, you have access to WebMD? I don't know. Just call 911 when shit goes wrong. <laughs> both of them, Every both- phone can do this.
1: What <laughs> I like about that is that both of them can be solved by 911. The fuck is telemedicine? That
0: it- just means 911. You call a doctor and it tells you what's going on with you. Oh, hey, does my car insurance have roadside assistance? No, but you know what does? My rocket phone. Hey, my whole arm is scaly. Do you have a rocket phone? (laughs) No? Uh, Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. My phone doesn't have telemedicine. Sure, it's never been done, but at rocket... (laughs) No! (laughs) Never a good start. Don't be the first ones. Oh, they make it a lot better, and by better, I mean worse. Sure, it's never been done, but at rocket, we never say never. Because now your phone can. We never say never because now your phone can. Now your phone can say never? Now your phone can say never? Listen, I need copywriters. You know what's the best part about Rocket phones?
1: That I don't own one?
0: They're not even out yet. So they're advertising oh, no. <laughs> on NBA jerseys for something that is coming soon.
1: It's very Daryl Morey to like allow a startup that doesn't even have a product to... Uh i think team. they make
0: other things when i was googling rocket i think they make speakers but they have their phones and their phones are just like those knockoff it looks like the phone equivalent of soldier boy's gaming systems that he has <laughs> that are just playstation knockoffs it could be a psp but it's not it's a soldier it's a soldier console <laughs> it's a soldier it's pee. a soldier game boy a, a soldier a game soldier boy <laughs> that's good Okay, you ready for the worst sponsor? Yeah. It is the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. Do you know who their sponsor is?
1: Uh, like that bodega down the street that give makes really bad gagging. Would have been way
0: better. When you think of Brooklyn, what do you think of? Bodegas that make bad me baggage. Perfect. And you think of like homegrown right anti-establishment right like they're like they're city rough. jerseys do the right thing it's mike lee it's mm-hmm. like notorious big all that kind of like fu kind of stuff like sure. hey we're from brooklyn kind of stuff we're really hard to get to That's the trains great... are not good <laughs> why why would you do that because i'm my, a manhattan in boy. my house <laughs> yeah
1: have fun paying three times as much rent as me for th- one third as much of the space I don't
0: think – your rent is not that cheap. It's pretty cheap. (laughs) It's not as cheap. It's pretty cheap. Not a third of me. I like my men. I exaggerated it for the comedy. Ah, Ah. I see. Their sponsor is Infor. I don't know if you've seen Infor, but their logo is a red square – with white writing that says Infor. You know how the whole Nets' color scheme is that they're black and white, and they're the only team to not have color anywhere in their scheme, mm. and everything is classy and clean and crisp and black and white and simple? Yeah. The whole uniform scheme, the court, it seems like the you're building arena, everything, everything is, is all black and white, and then they've got a big red square on the nipple of that every player. Stupid. It is awful. It what is does garbage. Infor do? Oh, don't worry. They're the most Brooklyn brand you can think of. Infor is a multinational enterprise software company headquartered in New York City, United States. It is the largest private- (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Wait Hold on. Wait
1: a second. Which other New York City are to which are you referring? The one
0: in- Is this like Harlem, but it's Harlem with two A's and it's in a Scandinavian country? New York City, United States. It is the largest privately held technology provider in the world. Infor focuses on business applications for organizations delivered via cloud computing as a service. That is some fancy way to say they're a big-ass money laundering scheme that shit is not real none of those words made a sentence
1: no they are either like contracting for the military or they are definitely just turning money over
0: they're not real no so we now move on to the best thankfully and before we go on to the best i do want to give an honorable mention to the utah jazz their sponsor is five for the fight which is a charity which is really cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's Five for the Fight. Their whole thing is that you should just donate $5 in honor of someone to help cancer research. So their whole premise is like, hey, just give five bucks. And it's just trying to do that on a grand scale to raise more and more money for cancer research. Interesting, right? I like that. It's just like when people are like, hey, can you just give me five bucks to... Help out with cancer stuff, right? And then people see it all the time when they mm-hmm. watch the jazz. Exactly. So the third best is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Can you guess their sponsor? Squarespace. It is Goodyear. Okay. So Goodyear makes sense because they are based out of Cleveland, right. and it's a Cleveland kind of thing—the Rust Belt. You've got the people making tires and stuff, you know, for trucks. But what's <laughs> what? But what really puts them over the edge is that Goodyear has a good logo. It's the Who's the, the guy that ran the marathon with the winged foots oh, from Greek uh, stuff? Hermes. Mer- Hermes. Mercury, yeah. yeah. So it's like the Hermes Mercury uh, Mike, shoe Amanda's with the wing right out of there, it? I, know, I can't believe spirits, you don't know that. I'm sorry. It's uh, right there. So it's just like that little logo, which is nice. It doesn't say Goodyear or anything. It, it just looks. Oh, it's just the foot. It's just That's the foot cool. with the wings. Okay. It's, it's a nice little touch. Yeah. It's aesthetically pleasing, and it's a good way to sponsor without being gross. Like in four.
1: Right, and it also demonstrates how, um, you know, LeBron ran away He's fast with a winged foot,
0: but then he came back
1: with, li- and then he left, and then again. he left again.
0: Maybe he'll come back. Yeah, who knows? He'll come back fast as Hermes mm-hmm. or Hermes. Ah, uh, yes, Hermes. <laughs> so the second best, and I want you to actually try to guess these two because you can do it. And please, just don't say Squarespace. <laughs> okay. The second team is the Orlando Magic. Can you guess who their sponsor is? Is it Disney? It's Disney! okay. That makes sense. It's a little less fun because it's not just the Mickey Mouse ears. That, like, are they not ubiquitous enough? They could just do that. It's the Disney with the thing that looks like a backwards G but is really a D and says that Disney. That doesn't make any sense. And not just Gizney. <laughs> they should...
1: You know it would be really good, though? If they had like a little screen that had a GIF of it, and you just saw different people doing the Disney Channel. Oh, <laughs> Mickey Mouse here. That'd be very good. That'd be good. I'm Hillary
0: Duff, and this is Disney Channel.
1: What well, up? This ooh, is Raven Simonier, and you're watching Disney
0: Channel. She, it's it's just Raven Simone. It's Raven Simonier. Does she pronounce it Simonier? Yes, Ye? because oh. there is an
1: accent on the E. Again, Hetty Hunt has told me multiple times <laughs> that it's Raven Simonier. She watches the view
0: enough. That is so Raven. It's so Raven. Have you seen the Lizzie McGuire video where she's trying to do the draw thing and she, and can't? she can't do it? Well,
1: but, it doesn't make any sense. Like, if you're not actually doing it, like, well, how would you be able to light bright it?
0: You just do this. Well, I bet it would look stupid. I'd, yeah, but you get it close enough. She was just like making a. I was just being nice. Don't, <laughs> Don't be nice be... to Hillary Duff. I, Hillary Duff is doing fine. She is doing fine. But when this came out, rather than be a good sport about it, she was like, grumble 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 it was hard to do it like, was hard no, to do. no it wasn't hillary it was very simple and they gave you very clear instructions of what to do
1: what up this is ariana grande and you're watching disney channel <laughs> who would be the weirdest she person? was on nickelodeon how dare you i was you? making a joke who would be the weirdest person to do a disney channel original movie thing
0: billy ray cyrus because he was on hannah montana oh that's good hi i'm billy ray cyrus and you're watching the disney channel <laughs> Don't break my heart. My achy, breaking heart. You know, when I started this
1: joke, I imagined what the peak of what you would say back to me. That was that was up there. <laughs> that was exactly what I wanted. Oh, this is Shaquille O'Neal of the Orlando Magic,
0: and you're watching Disney Channel. Barbecue chicken. Barbecue. Uh, the general. <laughs> and this is the general online. Oh, see hi. How- Disney just makes sense, obviously, for the magic. Their name when they came to be in the league in the 90s was Disney-inspired, so it all fits. That's because the Orlando Convention Centers was too many syllables, but Disney makes a lot of (laughs) (laughs) sense. There's so many in Orlando. Every convention's in Orlando. I hate it. The Orlando Band-Aids in the water. The Orlando Blooms and their flowers. The best part of the Orlando Magic Disney sponsorship is that when they announced this partnership, it was just a video, and I'll post it at the episode description of Horsesoups.com, of Aaron Gordon dunking at Disney World with Mickey Mouse in the background going like, "Whoa!" (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's all you need. It's so good. It's very on brand. That's very good. So the number one best jersey partner sponsorship. I have no idea who this could be. Well, you know the team. It's the New Orleans Pelicans. Whoa! whoa right? So surprised! But can you guess who the sponsor is? It's already better than what you think it is. Is it a New
1: Orleans-based company?
0: I don't know if they're New Orleans-based, but, but they do sense. scream New Orleans. Okay,
1: is it like something seafood related? Not really is it like a,
0: a, no, a it... plastic bead maker <laughs> it is not a plastic bead maker zatarans is the sponsor of the new orleans pelicans jersey <laughs> zatarans yeah they make rice for jambalaya and stuff <laughs> <laughs> it's like the new orleans version of rice aroni. but like Oh, my God. They offer products such as Spanish rice, jambalaya mix, yellow rice, dirty rice mix, and red beans and rice mix. I'm worried about how you said dirty rice.
1: Oh, you never had dirty rice before? No, I know what dirty rice is, but the way you said it, it was like, yo, coming up is a number one hit. You gotta do it to them. This is Hit That thing by Dirty Rice featuring Ludacris.
0: I used to work for three years at a Cajun restaurant called Dirty rice. Redacted. <laughs> dirty rice. No, I, I don't worry. Called papado Seafood Kitchen, and their signature rice dish was called dirty rice. And most people know that this is a food, but every now and then you'd get some very white people that you would describe a meal and you'd be like, yeah, and it's served with a side of broccoli and dirty rice. And they would go, dirty rice? And I would have to say, it's not literally dirty. It is filled with seasoning, you know, like pepper. Have you heard of seasoning? And they went, oh no, we'll have the white rice, please. <laughs> We have enough of this pepper here to spice it up. i brought my own from home so I can moderate the amount of pepper going into my dish. Are there any bell peppers in this dish? I need to know if I need to gargle milk and spit it out. It's too spicy. So Zatarain's is the sponsor of the Pelicans. It's so good. It's so good. I love that you love it. It's amazing. It's so perfect. When it was announced and they said Zatarans is now sponsoring the New Orleans Pelicans jerseys. I just went, of course they are. <laughs> it's one of those, if you made a dream scenario when they first announced this and you're like, okay, what is the best sponsor we can pick for everyone? Um, you would pick Zatarans for New Orleans. <laughs> the king of the ocean is going to sponsor us, just crawdads. <laughs>
1: Crawdads are sponsoring the New Orleans Pelicans.
0: Shramp is sponsoring
1: the <laughs> New Orleans Pelicans. It's scrimp
0: with a K. Scrimp. Here's a fun story about mispronouncing things when I worked at Papado Seafood Kitchen. One of the things on the menu was the lobster bisque, you know, kind of like the soup. And someone was once trying to order lobster bisque. Yeah. And this lady turned to me when I asked her if she wanted any appetizers. And she said, yes, I would like the lobster bisque way. I love that. And I said, oh, you mean the bisque? And she goes, no, 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 honey. I want the bisque. And then I said, Oh, just so you know, you pronounce it like it's with a K. Like it's just said bisque. And she said, Oh, okay. I didn't know that one order of the bisque. And then I said, one bisque coming right up.
1: I think that lady owned you. I think you were just on punked. The Ashton Kutcher show punked also lobster bisque sounds like a street baller that I really want to be lobster
0: bisque. That's good. He'll steam you. And pull you over the butter and be a dollar more than the shrimp (laughs) bisque. Because that's lobster and it's fancy. Lobster (laughs) bisque for three (laughs) lobster bisque. Dunk, dunk, dunk the bread into lobster (laughs) bisque. Lobster bisque could be the alternative to us getting custom jerseys, since considerations is too many letters to put (laughs) on the back of an NBA jersey. Which we found out the hard way that we couldn't make those custom Miami Heat jerseys where it was cash number six and considerations number (laughs) Number nine, nine. (laughs) unless we abbreviate considerations to look like a shitty indie band or a shitty DJ that's like considerations with no with (laughs) With no vowels. vowels.
1: I do like lobster six, and then bisque as nine. That'd be very good. Uh,
0: Can I be bisque? Sure, I'll be lobster thank you just to let you know if we made considerations without vowels it would be c-n-s-d-r-t-n-s Considerations. constritans wouldn't work <laughs> constritans. out very well constritans.
1: Constritans. constritans is my butler in my prison. constritans
0: please fetch me another bowl of lobster bisque <laughs> coming right up sire <laughs>
1: I like how you took it medieval, but I was gonna say like pr- Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, like Jeffrey? Yeah, it's like Ayo Bisque." <laughs> <laughs> no, he's Constratons. Yeah, but you also call him Bisque. Heyo Constratons. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And here's your story, all about how I met a good friend. <laughs> I like that we're a basketball podcast, but we're slowly creating more and more characters to like flesh out our future horse wiki, <laughs> the <laughs> extended universe like, of horse. In, in episode 16, they created the basketball player Lobster Bisquey, a 1980s and, and basketball and his, star, <laughs> and his Butler Constricted. <laughs> <laughs> Who is either from medieval times or the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It fits in well with the idea that Eric's dad is the commissioner, Adam Silver. (laughs) (laughs) And Mike's dad, whose name is Joel. It is. Just like Joel Embiid. Well, that is the three best and the three worst NBA jersey sponsors on the left nip of NBA players. Nice. Thanks for listening to this episode of Horse. Horse is hosted by Mike Schubert and Eric Silver. It is edited and mixed by Eric Silver. The social media is run by Mike Schubert. The theme song is by Bettina Campomanes. Art by Alison Wakeman. And website by Kelly Beckham. Shout out to our producer level patrons Teal, Jordan Castleman,
1: Misha Stanton Brianne Wingate, Berger Skylar Jorgensen, Gladiator Vader, Adam Hartwick and Ross Papa. Mike you know what internet presence is Never going away? Us on social media exactly. And stuff. Exactly. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Horse Hoops. You can also find us on Twitter at Horse underscore hoops because as We say as every single episode
0: it's because Horse Warner hoops, Brothers didn't get a Twitter account <laughs>
1: It's because Horse, Horse Hoops, hoops
0: was, was banned, banned. Is it a new thing? You're gonna make a joke each time? Yeah, bro? I think I like it. It's all a fun right, You get, you for get to it. do all the fun jokes. If you wanna see any information about the show and see more of the things we talked about, you can check out our website, horsehoops.com. And for bonus content like stickers, extra audio, extra video of us playing 2K against each other, extra things where we turn 3 on 3 into 5 on 5, you can go to patreon.com slash horsehoops. You know, Mike, who I wish could sponsor my jersey? multitude it's multitude we do have a very good logo i feel like i have like such a pitch down after talking about it so much at podcon dude my elevator pitch game got so strong i can talk about any show really well even like spirits are joining the party which i'm not a part of i'm like oh i'm so good at it now <laughs> well multitude is an audio collective
1: of people who come together to talk about the things that they love but just because they love it doesn't mean they can't be critical about it that is Spirits, that is Join the Party, that is Potterless, that is Horse, and that is WayStation. If you want to find out more about us, you can go to Multitude.Productions,
0: or you can find us on Twitter at Multitude Shows. And as we do every episode, we're going to put our hands in the middle and say something in the count of three, and I think it is only fitting to pay homage to the great city of New Orleans who's been done dirty. On the count of three, we will say, Jazz it up with Zatarans! <laughs> One, two, three, Jazz, Jazz it up with, with Zatarans!